0: Greetings, everybody. Welcome to it. This is Wired In. Thank you so much for stopping by, everybody. It's been a little bit since we've done a podcast, but we're here once again to... Just a bit. Yeah, just a bit, but we're back. (laughs) We're here to give you a rundown of what's been happening in the past few weeks. Quite a bit's happened, and uh, especially in the entertainment gaming world, we've got quite a bit of stuff to talk about, and... uh, this will probably be our last podcast for the year. I'm getting ready to travel down to Missouri for Christmas, so I'll be there until about the new year, um, and we'll try to pick it back up once uh, January whirls around and for sure, bring it back to talk about some other interesting news on tech and everything, but some of the stuff we're talking about is actually going to take place in the new year, so I think we're going to have a, a busy... Yeah, 2021 uh different kinds of content to talk about so if you would make sure to like us on our uh on our channels wherever you're listening to our podcast from uh be it spotify google uh, apple pretty much all the major platforms you can find us on and uh give us a rating and review and that'll help us to grow our audience and grow the show but we um we got quite a bit, like I said, to talk about. We wanted to touch up yeah, on that is the... Yeah, uh... that is an understatement, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is. We got yeah. um, some Star Wars and Marvel content to get into. Uh, a lot of big announcements for uh, future TV shows and and movies. Mostly TV shows, though. Um, and then we got... Um, well, we're really going to start off with the <laughs> latest on Cyberpunk and that, that release there. Uh, we may touch up a little bit on on politics, but I think we're I mean, we'll see if we have time for it. We got so <laughs> yeah, much to, to really to plate. really get into so but yeah Spencer so I heard that you've had a very very interesting experience with playing uh, cyberpunk 2077 which we have mentioned a couple times on this show, but it released on the 10th. Um, It actually wasn't delayed again, but maybe it should have been, because... uh, I believe it really should have been. Um, (laughs) Because uh, there's been some issues with it, apparently.
1: Yeah, well, for better or for worse, Cyberpunk is the talk of the town over the past week, and uh, yeah, I did get the chance to play it. Um, You know, I I really didn't get the chance to play a whole lot of it, um, because it was pretty much unplayable on my system especially when i got to the the section where i tried walking around in night city trying to do anything um (laughs) it would just continuously hard crash on me um and this is like you know uh, granted i'm not running like a super high-end pc or anything but i do meet the recommended specs for the game and like i can tell you i i even know people who you know meet well above the recommended specs for uh cyberpunk and are still having a lot of issues with the performance of the game. And in fact, the main criticism of the game seems to be its performance. Um, when it comes to the actual substance of the game, like the, the, I guess the overall story, if you're able to get that far into the game, uh, like there's not really any issues with that. It's more of the fact that the game just doesn't run well. Um, but I'd say probably the, the the worst experience that you'll have with the game is on base consoles because um, it has not had a particularly good launch on the base PS4 and the Xbox One. Um, in fact, it, it, I mean, you can just go to Twitter right now and you'll see a slew of, of people's gameplay of just all, all sorts of bugs. and it Basically, and
0: like w- one of the videos I saw, I think it was the PS4 version and it looked like they had brought it back to nintendo 64 graphics because everything oh, was blocky it so and bad it, it, it took like mm-hmm. 10 to 20 seconds for the for the graphics to load properly yeah yeah <laughs> it looks well I, honestly honestly man they
1: should not have their biggest mistake was releasing a base console port for this game they should have just said hey this is a next-gen title you know, this is only going to be available on PC and maybe, you know, maybe the pro versions of the base consoles, but definitely the PS5 and, and the Series X slash S. It, I definitely think that's where they really messed up. Um However, I've at the same time I've been seeing like a lot of people just, you know, particularly on Twitter, just gaslighting people who. Bought the game on base consoles and like oh well you should have known better it's a next gen <laughs> title or whatever it's like well first of all this game has been in development for nearly a decade since like 2011.
0: yeah i mean when they, the, the initial we- go ahead oh, sorry oh i was just gonna throw in there when they announced this game Technically, mm. the current gen consoles at the time were the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. <laughs> like the yeah. PlayStation 4 and Xbox One hadn't even released yet, and they announced this game. The mm. the original trailer you can find on on YouTube back from early 2013.
1: So, yeah, and and piggybacking off that, the in, the initial release date was April of this year. It was <laughs> it was supposed to come out well before there was even talk of releasing next-gen consoles this year because I, mm-hmm. I don't think at least to my knowledge there wasn't any talk of releasing any of like they hadn't given a release date for the next-gen consoles
0: um, well, yeah that was one of the complaints um this year was that it was taking microsoft and sony a lot longer than normal to even announce when it was going to release mm-hmm. so yeah it, it's it's crazy can you imagine if they had actually released that back in april on the PS4 and Xbox One. That was all you could play it on, besides PC. I mean, (laughs) oh man, it would be
1: catastrophic. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Um, and and that's why I don't really accept that as an excuse. Like I I understand that it's a massive game. I understand that you know it it really is a quite an intense game to play as far as graphics and everything goes. But how you've had, like we've said, you've had seven or eight years working on this with constant delays. Mm. And again, it was supposed to come out in April for Xbox one and, and PS four. I mean, how, how do you, you know, and, and the fact that too, when they were um, releasing gameplay footage of this, the only f- gameplay footage you could watch was footage given from CD project red. And it mm. was yes. only for, yep. I think it was only for PC and, um, they
1: only showed PC and next gen console gameplay. They did not show any base console footage. In fact, they wouldn't even give out um, base console review codes, and, and 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 not even and and it gets even a little bit shadier, like with even pertaining to the PC review copies of the game because, uh, basically, CDPR had told people. That they could not use gameplay footage of their own game, or like, or if they did, it had to be from a like a specific portion of the game. Um, so they were definitely intentionally trying to hide bugs. And then once people started finding out about that, they, uh, particularly more so, geared towards the whole controversy with the base console gameplay. Um, they they came out and released a statement basically apologizing for it and you know allowing people the chance to refund the game which is you know I'm I'm glad they allowed that although I think that should be a standard practice in the industry I don't think you know refunds should be exclusive to you know especially for like digital purchases should just be exclusive to PC um, mm-hmm. you know it's nonsensical but um, but it gets worse because. Uh, Sony right now is essentially refusing to give refunds for digital copies of the game for people who bought the game digitally <laughs> despite CDPR telling them that they you know can have a full refund.
0: And see so, I thought I'd seen that they had refunded some people with the digital copy mm-hmm. but but maybe not. I, mean, I know that they haven't refunded everyone who' yeah. who's had issues with it. Um and like you said, this is this is a complaint I had. And I and I've noticed this from uh, playing and, and just getting to know how some of these uh, console developers work. You know, Microsoft ha- Microsoft is really good at, with uh, with refunds. I mean, when you uh, when you buy a game on on your Xbox, and I did this, um, I actually refunded, I refunded one or two of them recently just because. I was getting ready to get a PlayStation, and I had ended my Game Pass subscription. I didn't see the point continuing with it, so I refunded one of the games that I got from it. Um, but basically, their their policy is when you buy a game for uh, Xbox, you have I think it's two weeks or up to two hours of gameplay to refund it. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas, and Nintendo is really bad at, at refunds as well. Um, I don't even yet.
1: think they have do they have a refund policy
0: so they have recently I'd have to look it up but they recently updated it a little bit um, but it's still basically darn near impossible to get a refund for a Nintendo Switch game or whatever um, so it's it's. I mean it's pretty limited on, on who can and can't get one um, or who can get one I should say but but yeah, I mean, typically the way Sony and Nintendo works is if you once you buy it, it's yours, you know. Whereas Microsoft and and PC, especially Steam, have <laughs> much yeah. better refund policies than they do. <laughs> I wish with Steam they would give you a little bit
1: longer than two hours of gameplay. Um, yeah. I wish they would like up to maybe like four or five, um, especially like you know because with games like Cyberpunk, you know, because again for me. I got about, you know, like, the first, I'd say, hour and a half, the game was playable despite, like, although I did have to turn all my settings down to the lowest possible setting that I could. Um, but, you know, I could still play it for about, you know, an hour-ish. And then once I got towards the tail end of my gameplay, when I started trying to walk around Night City, like, that's when the game became unplayable. Mm. and uh like fortunately I cut off my game right before the two hour mark because okay. otherwise you know if I'd gone over I more than likely probably wouldn't have gotten you know a refund so
0: mm. but yeah I,
1: I do wish that's one thing that they would change
0: did you see um I I follow uh Eric July he goes by um <laughs> oh I forgot what his YouTube name is I
1: think his name is like young ripper or something like that
0: yeah he uh he start he tried playing cyberpunk on his ps5 and it kept crashing um oh
1: yeah i had seen that <laughs> yeah
0: that and <laughs> so that's that's pretty bad and you know what what makes it more difficult for consoles as opposed to uh, pcs is pcs typically depending on what game you're playing especially but you can uh you can lower the resolution and you can lower mm-hmm. a lot of different settings to kind of help compensate for how big of a game it is but if you're playing it on a console i mean what you get is typically what you get yeah. um so it's kind of hard to if it's crashing it's kind of you can't really just okay well i'll just lower these resolution settings i mean that mm-hmm. typically that's not how it works so if you get a broken game you get a broken game if you have a playstation or xbox so that's frustrating
1: yeah, I mean, it really does seem like again, just kind of talking about what I was pointing out earlier. I mean, it really seems like this game was optimized for a high end gaming PC. I mean, this game is mm-hmm. essentially the new Crisis. I mean, like if ever if, if anybody you know remembers the the, the launch for Crisis back in what was it two thousand six? I think like two thousand, I think it was around two thousand six. But uh, when that game came out, like nobody could play it because it was just mm. such a graphically intensive game, <laughs> and like Cyberpunk <laughs> is kind of shaping up to be that. Um, because I, I had seen
0: yeah. a, I I'd seen a meme, someone saying the old standard was uh, with your PC, can it run Crisis? The new standard is can it run Cyberpunk?
1: <laughs> yeah, for real.
0: Well, but anyway, what were you saying?
1: Oh, but it's just yeah. I mean, you know. It really seems like, you know, this game should have been solely made for, you know, solely released for PC, that they shouldn't even bothered, you know. I mean, I mean, I do get why they tried marketing towards the, the console market, but it's like, if your game doesn't run on console, like, you know, you probably shouldn't be trying to port it over to console. But, uh, you yeah. know.
0: Yeah, or at the very least, have it released on the PC first. And, yeah, then, exactly. and then release on the consoles later when you've had a chance to... Yeah. Because part of their uh, apology that they made the other day was uh, they were saying, you know, we're we're working on some more updates. You'll have some more in the next week or so, and then you'll have a major yeah. update in January and another one in February. And basically it's like, you know, it to me it doesn't... I don't know. Uh, it just rubbed me the wrong way reading it because it's like, you like, know, we'll fix it eventually yeah we'll fix we, we still got your money so yeah. you know you'll have to wait a couple more months but uh yeah have fun with that <laughs>
1: yeah but so. it, it, it's interesting because it's like if they had delayed the game i feel like they I feel like they were put in a corner financially speaking where they essentially had to put the game out because you know they had kept delaying it and delaying
0: it and delaying it Mm-hmm. And then they said they weren't going to delay yeah. it again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which so, I think we talked about on the show uh, a while back, saying that, you know you shouldn't just definitively say you're never going to delay it if yeah. especially now knowing now that they clearly had issues with it still. So yeah.
1: Yeah, and 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 now it's you know and again you know this isn't completely foreign to them. I mean, Witcher three when it released, it had a lot of issues, but. Not nearly to the scope, not nearly to the scale of problems that Cyberpunk has. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't get me wrong, like Cyberpunk is is an is an ambitious, ambitious game, but I mean, you know, just having an ambitious idea doesn't absolve you from, you know, delivering a faulty product. And this is the baffling thing because again, I've been seeing so many people just white knighting for CDPRs essentially just shilling for them even when they're delivering faulty products to people it's like it only in the gaming community will you find people who actually think that it is your that or that it's not the obligation of the company to refund you when they deliver you a faulty product
0: yeah and i don't understand why why like the average gamer that is doing this, why they even bother shilling for these companies? Because it's like, you know, these, these companies, they're, they don't, first of all, they don't even know who you are as, you know, as far as like you individually defending them. They don't care that what they care about is getting your money. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm not saying that everyone who works at CDPR, you know, doesn't give a rip. You know, there's people that are legitimately trying to make a good game um, but as far as like the overall, the top of the top, the corporation itself, like just because they make a good game doesn't mean that they can do no wrong. You know, I mean, we, yeah. we've, we've, uh, you know, I love Nintendo, but I remember back several years ago when we would do our, our podcast in college, how we would, we would criticize Nintendo because, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, they of, were doing of the nothing. Wii U and, and yeah, crappy stuff and the, that they've and, made.
1: And even on the base, Wii, you know, there were games they, they tried to do like ports for the Wii I think they tried to do a, a black ops one port for the Wii and it was just mm-hmm.
0: horrible or spider-Man 3 which was terrible yeah. on on the on the Wii or, or uh I think it was force Unleashed which is mm, was still yeah. fine but I mean when you compare the force Unleashed uh Wii version to the Xbox 360 <laughs> or the, oh whatever, night and it's day. just night, and, night day. and day it's like a completely different game yeah um so yeah I, I just don't understand the need to do that like just just don't blindly follow any company just because they've they've made a good game in the past i mean i don't i don't know it doesn't make it's, much sense it's to just me.
1: because people are pay machines man they're just they're like you know it, it's it's crazy once you know once a company actually manages to deliver a solid product, they think like that's the end all be all, and they they become a you know just a, a dedicated pay machine. And uh, like Did it's just hear? that mindset is just dangerous,
0: yeah, yeah, it is. And th- I mean, we see this kind of thing in politics, we see this kind of thing in sports yeah. where people will just blindly defend people. Uh, Whether or not they're or they're corrupt, they're just like yeah, but they're on my team, so I have to defend them. Well, no, first of all, you're sitting on a couch watching a sports team play. You're not exactly contributing, or you know you're you know uh, these politicians. You know they don't a lot of them. Some of them do. I'm not saying all of them don't give a rip about you, but uh, for
1: a good, I would say a fair amount, good
0: fair amount of them. They they just want reelected. They just want they'll say one thing and then they'll campaign, they'll campaign, say one thing. And then when they get into office, they govern differently. I mean, it's just, it, yeah, there's no reason to show for anyone just call balls and strikes and yeah. hold people accountable. And then maybe they'll actually do a better job of giving you things you care about. <laughs> if, if, if you just won't buy their product, if they're, if they make something crappy, don't buy it. Or if, if someone makes a crappy movie, don't go watch yeah. it. If 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 someone makes a crappy Star Wars movie, don't keep watching it just because. Well, they've made one movie that yeah. I liked, you know. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, did you hear about the? Uh, of course, they've kind of changed. They've changed their position on it, so it doesn't really matter now, I guess. But uh, I guess originally, uh, CDPR uh, was gonna give out bonuses to their. Uh, to their um, developers and it was going to be tied directly to the Metacritic score. So if it was going to be 90 or above, then they get a bonus. But because it's, I think right now it's like 89, but it may have been lower a few days ago. I'm not sure, but because it was below that they weren't going to give their uh, employees bonuses. Um, yeah. uh,
1: Yeah, when I first heard that, I was like, that's a thing that exists in the industry? Like,
0: what the hell? Yeah, like, why, <laughs> why would you, you know, be yeah. like, okay, if you want to get a bonus, we have to sell this many copies of, of a game. Okay, that makes more sense. But you're you're attaching it to what critics say on a website? I mean, that that's kind of strange. But then they reversed it, and they said that everyone's going to get bonuses i don't maybe they got some flack for it and they decided okay (laughs) or they made enough mistakes and realized oh crap we released a crap uh project so maybe we uh maybe we shouldn't take that out on our employees so uh yeah interesting especially since they uh they made them work a bunch of overtime to get this thing rushed out when it was still not working great so (laughs) well and it's funny
1: that um too because uh where where even on the pc version for cyberpunk for um metacritic uh the user score is sitting about at seven which you know for a <laughs> metacritic that's not very good i mean for, that's like basically a mixed score um on on the ps4 rating for cyberpunk on metacritic though it's at like three
0: <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah yeah that's bad i mean I'm sure in time it'll turn out to be a game that works and people yeah. will be able to play it, but it's just is not a way you roll out something like this that's been hyped for so long. I mean, they they just made have made so many critical mistakes that, I mean, their stock, I think, dropped to 29%, CDPR's stock did, because of it. So, I, I just... Maybe they'll learn their lesson and then the next product they make they'll be better with it, but... I don't know. Moral
1: but... of the story is though, now is a great time to buy uh buy in on
0: some CDPR stock. So yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. So anyway, that's uh that's the update. If you've been thinking about getting the game, don't wait. Yeah, a While I
1: say I would encourage you not to do it. Don't uh, waste unless, your money <laughs> unless you've got like a thirty eighty or a you know thirty ninety or whatever. Uh, yeah, I would not <laughs> not recommend it.
0: Yeah, maybe risk it on PC where you'll be likely to get a refund, uh, but certainly don't yep. do it on a on the console. Don't do that. <laughs> sure. um, but anyway, um, yeah. So let's let's talk about what's going on with uh, with Disney. They unveiled oh, Disney un- unveiled pretty much a crap ton of new projects coming for uh, Marvel, Star Wars, and Pixar not as not I don't care as much about Pixar. I like Pixar movies, but I'm not as interested in that right now as uh, as Marvel and Star Wars, so we'll kind of focus more on those two things. Um although I will say they are they are um coming out with their new Pixar movie Soul, which I think debuts on Christmas Day and unlike Mulan you don't have to pay an extra 30 bucks to watch it you actually get to watch it when it comes <laughs> oh, out on man. Christmas day so that's that's nice don't um, even
1: get, don't even get me started on
0: which the Mulan you can now remake, hey man. hey you know what you can now watch Mulan without paying 30 bucks so that's that's great <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean they apparently haven't learned their lesson because they're also which this movie actually was kind of interested in Raya and I forgot the rest of the title, but it's, it's like Rhea and something. Um, but that's coming out, I think also this month, but they're also making that a premiere access movie that you have to pay money to see on top of your subscription. So uh, of course. That's, that, that's fun. That's fun. But anyway, um, let's kind of focus here on, on Marvel and, and Star Wars. So Marvel, let, let's, let's do Marvel first. Um, Marvel announced, I think, 10 or so projects that they're coming out with most of these are um streaming uh, series that you that you'll be able to watch on disney plus although i do think they did um they did talk a little bit about the next phase of uh movies that they're also doing um so we may be able to get into some of that but um as far as their tv series and these are actually important because they will tie in to uh marvel films which i think is actually kind of cool um so they announced wandavision the falcon and the winter soldier loki what if which is a animated show um i think that is supposed to delve into what if um you know this this happened instead of what actually happened in the film or something so that 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 sounds kind of interesting interesting. yeah um miss marvel which is an animated show, um, Hawkeye, She-Hulk, uh, Moon Knight, Secret Invasion, Iron Heart, Armor Wars, um, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, and I Am Groot, which is supposed to be um, a series of shorts about uh, baby Groot. Um, it's geared towards kids, so uh, it's actually kind of uh, kind of a cool idea for, uh, for kids to watch something like that. Um, but yeah, WandaVision... I guess we can... I don't know if you want to go um, through each one of these and, and then analyze it, but basically um, WandaVision is is the the first one that's supposed to come out, I think, early mm-hmm. next month. Um, it's supposed to deal with uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision, and if you've watched the uh, Avengers movies, you know that Vision dies, but um, this this is supposed to delve somewhat it, theorizing, it's supposed to delve into the multiverse, um, mm. or at least it's supposed to play into what happens with the multiverse. Because um, I think next year, Doctor No, no, actually, I think it's early twenty-two. Um, I'm pretty sure, but Doctor Strange Two: Multiverse of Madness is supposed to really delve into the the multiverse of uh, Marvel. Um, and then Spider-Man three doesn't have a official title yet, but the untitled Spider-Man three is supposed to delve into some of that as well. And basically this show will kind of set it up a little bit and as well as some other shows I'm guessing, but, um, the, the trailer, when I first saw it, it was kind of weird, uh, because it, it, <laughs> Looked like they were releasing like a, I love Lucy kind of TV show. This is like in black yeah. and white and everything. But, um, the second trailer they released recently was more interesting because you could tell it wasn't reality that we were seeing. Yeah. Um, it was all, you know, everything, so yeah, she had made, yeah, I- I'm pretty curious to see what that's going to do. And I actually really like, um, Scarlet, Witch was on one of my favorite characters of like the side ish characters, if you will. Um, of the new ones so uh, i'm curious to see what they'll do with her um
1: well and like i was really curious with vision too where they brought him in uh Mm -hmm. uh, during age of ultron because i was like oh man he's you know like because you know vision's like one of my my favorite marvel one of my favorite marvel characters Mm -hmm. and i was like oh man i wonder what they're gonna do with him and then like Endgame comes around and like can they you know i guess spoilers, i guess not really but they, you know, they end up killing him. Um, or no, Infinity War. I'm sorry, not game. Um, but uh,
0: yeah, they end up killing him. I'm like, dude, what the hell?
1: Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's coming out. I still don't really know a whole lot. A lot of these shows, we don't know a whole lot about what's going to happen with them. Um, but one of one of the big ones that I'm really excited about is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This is starring uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, Um, and it's it takes place, I think, after Endgame, and it's like, you know, the aftermath of when uh, Steve Rogers hands, um, oh, what's his name? (laughs) What is his character? Uh, The well, the Falcon, whatever his name is, uh, hands him the shield, and he's gonna be the new Captain America, and then you got Winter Soldier teaming up with him. The trailer looks pretty cool, I think. Uh, we we saw the Falcon in his suit. We didn't actually see him as like Captain America yet. But I, I do know, from what I understand, it's supposed to deal partly with um, him struggling to be Captain America. He doesn't feel like he should be yet. Um, he hasn't really accepted it yet. And he's also struggling because um, people won't accept a black Captain America, I'm guessing, is, is part of the plot. So he's dealing with that. I'm
1: sure they'll, they'll throw that in there. I, I'm positive.
0: Yeah. So that that's something to get excited about. But um, th- the and, actual and, trailer looked kind of interesting. So
1: I haven't watched the actual trailer. But yeah, yeah. I, always, I always just thought the decision at the end of Endgame, though, to make him be Captain America was just kind of... Oh, I freeze this. It just seems like somewhat hollow It just it, mm-hmm. it, like haphazardly like oh you're you're captain america now and i was like what why what has he done to deserve it like i know like that's... that's like if anything if anything bucky should have been the one because yeah. he would have been indebted to he would have been in, indebted to steve mm-hmm. and been like okay it's my obligation to to you know to carry on what you were doing like you know well, you and they, they
0: spent a whole lot more time on bucky's character than they did uh Falcons. I mean they, they did hmm. talk about him a little bit and I think it was uh I think it was Sam Winter, Wilson is his Winter, name, by the way. Sam Wilson, okay, yeah. They got so many characters in there, it's hard to remember them all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, I mean they introduced him in Winter Soldier and I, I will admit I did like his, his story of being like a yeah. uh, combat vet and dealing and trying to help people who struggle with PTSD and stuff like that. It was good. But aside from that they didn't really do a whole lot more with his character after that. He was just more yeah. of a partner, someone that just kind of helped, you know, the help the team and everything, but they didn't really grow his character much, but they spent a lot more time on Bucky in in all of Captain America's movies. Um, so it just kind of, and I, I mean, I know that I guess there's a, a version of the comics where Sam Wilson does become um, Captain America, but there's also a version where Bucky does too. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know I, I, they were probably yeah. just wanting to appease the, you know, the SJWs and, and give it to, you know which, you know, I'm not saying that it's gonna be bad. I'm just saying it's it's just kind of really I, I don't from a character development standpoint it didn't make a whole lot of sense. But it will still probably be pretty good. We'll see. Um, I guess
1: it's I guess it's more so along the lines of if they're making um you know, if they're making a, a show called, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and you make Bucky Captain America essentially, it would I I you know, it could in a way make Falcon be more of a sidekick than an actual like yeah. co star. Um so
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um Loki, that's that's this is another one I'm really excited about. Um Loki starring Tom Hiddleston, he's returning as uh as the god of mischief um and the trailer for this one looks pretty cool too but it it takes place so i guess i guess um i was confused on this but i guess because of this trailer just kind of further confirms it that he did end up surviving infinity war somehow he was able to which really it's not a surprise because if you know anything about loki he's really good at getting out of these situations um And I am actually kind of glad that he's coming back because I was really upset that they killed him off in Infinity War at the very start of the film. Um, But it's supposed to uh, take place after those events, I'm guessing. Um, And I don't don't know a whole lot about the plot of it. But um, in the trailer, it looked like they were bringing back... um, And I think this may have been a flashback. I don't know if they're actually bringing back... Um, Black Widow, but there was a, like a real quick um glimpse of her in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, but that may just be a reference to something else that may not be an actual she's back now kind of thing. Um, so that's that's one that I'm pretty interested in. Um, and we we'd mentioned the what if um animated show. I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to remember one of the things that they were actually gonna do a what if on. Um, I think it was related to Iron Man or Spider-Man. Um, but uh, Miss Marvel don't know a whole lot about her as far as the show goes. Hawkeye. Hawkeye is one of the first ones they were talking about bringing to uh, a TV series. Um, and let's see, this one in the description says Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye hands the bow and arrow to his successor played by Haley Steinfeld. Um, I'm not sure what the character is. I haven't looked into it as much, but I guess um it's gonna deal with Hawkeye and I guess his successor. <laughs> um,
1: yeah I, it I'm seems not... like a lot of these shows are just kind of like a, a means to like basically characters because like I know with like uh shield or whatever um like that i feel like that's going to be um that's going to be like what happens with him and uh mm-hmm. and i know like i think in the latest thor movie um like apparently uh oh gosh what's her name um, valkyrie yeah i think valkyrie is supposed to become like the new thor essentially
0: um, yeah and, and part of the plot is her finding finding her queen cuz she's yeah. a lesbian so that's, that's great. <laughs> but, um, I, I'm, I'm really looking for, that's what I've been itching to see in a, <laughs> if we a Thor
1: movie. Yeah. Like,
0: and I guess, uh, guardians of the galaxy is going to be in it and they announced someone recently. It might, I don't know if it was Dr. Strange or I, I that's can't interesting
1: that they're releasing a black Panther two. Um,
0: yeah, and they said they're not recasting uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, so did
1: they just have footage of him, or I mean, maybe maybe they'll just CG him? I mean, I'm sure maybe
0: they'll use like a old footage or something that they didn't use, um, or reuse something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he'll, they'll he'll his character will die or something in the movie off screen, and they'll have like a memorial for him or something. But I did hear yeah. that they were going to make. Um, his sister the new black panther because i guess in the comics she actually does Mm, become black Mm -hmm. panther um which is kind of cool actually because i really i really liked her her character in the in the film (laughs) i thought the actress that played her was really good um so that would be kind of interesting um i'd even heard a theory that they might try to find some way to bring back uh, michael b jordan's um his character and that he somehow doesn't die or something i don't know Mm. Um,
1: Great, it's multiverse. So I mean, <laughs> theoretically, yeah. anything's possible at this rate. It, so. It's
0: it's a it's a clever way of studios being like, eh, let's do this instead. Let's we made a mistake here. Let's bring this character back from the dead. <laughs> it's essentially what they did with um, with the Arrowverse. Instead of making the deaths meaningful, they just went back and okay, we're gonna bring all these characters yep. back now. <laughs> so it's fine. Um, But yeah, one thing I was pretty surprised about with the She-Hulk series is that, um, well, first of all, they're bringing uh, Mark Ruffalo into it, which I'm not really surprised about. kind of figured that um, they're bringing him. He played uh, Bruce Banner and the Hulk in the the movies. He's going to be in it. But what I was surprised about is they're bringing Tim Roth, who played the Abomination in the Incredible Hulk movie, which I guess is still technically part of the MCU, but no one really... Talks about it or references it anymore, um, but he did play the abomin the one of the main villains in the in the last Hulk movie back in two thousand eight I think is when it came out, so he's going to be coming back for this series. So that's kind of a I don't know kind of an interesting way to still make that movie somewhat relevant. <laughs> so um, yeah, and then yeah. Um, Moon Knight not.
1: That one I'm really intrigued by. I, I'm curious what they're going to do because uh, I'm not really familiar with the character, but um, I know Moon Knight is
0: kind of a somewhat of a, a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious what they're going to do with, with him. And I had heard, and maybe this is for a different movie and I just have this wrong, but I thought I'd heard that Oscar Isaac was going to be playing the character. Um, but I'm not sure. It's supposed to be a, Moon Knight's like a vigilante Kind of a character. Um, and he. It says he suffers from disassociative. Um, identity disorder. So. Yeah. I, I mean. I actually am pretty intrigued. Because I don't know a whole lot about the characters. So that, that might actually be kind of cool. Um, plus I like shows and movies. With vigilantes in them. So that'll be good. Um, Secret Invasion. That's supposed to have uh, Samuel L. Jackson. As Nick Fury in it. And um and the scroll played by Ben Mendel's son. Um, I think he was from Captain Marvel. They're gonna be um, playing in that. Which I think Secret Invasion, I'm pretty sure from what I understand, that's an actual comic series. Um, um I can't remember how how old it is, but that was an actually a decently popular comic series back in the day. So it was originally going to be titled like Fury or something like that, and then they changed it to Secret Invasion. So I'm curious what that what that one's going to do. Um, Iron Heart, not really interested in that. It's supposed to deal yeah. with like a genius inventor who creates the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. That's about all we know about it. <laughs> I mean, okay, whatever. Um, armor Wars, that kind of sounds interesting it's supposed to star uh, Don Cheadle's war machine um taking center stage um exploring what happens when Tony Stark's tech falls into the wrong hands and when I saw that when I saw that description I thought didn't they already do that because yeah his tech already fell into the wrong hands in the movies didn't it so it's kind of interesting yeah but, it's with,
1: uh, uh, like I think because they kind of kind of explored it with Iron Man 2 and 3. So, well, in one, too, because, um, uh, gosh, what's its name? Um, uh, oh, gosh. What is the antagonist of the first movie's name? Oh, I want to say yeah. it's like Jeremiah or
0: Nehemiah or something like it that. I be... could be
1: super wrong, but yeah, um, I,
0: I, Jebediah or
1: I think I think that's right.
0: Yeah, um. Oh, uh, who was the actor that played him? He's such a famous actor, and I can't remember his name. Um, Jeff Bridges is that who played him? You was know, this bald guy. Um, he he was really good, I thought in the in the man. first movie. As the villain, Obadiah. 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 Okay, yeah. we were kind of th- yeah. with different Amish names. We finally stumbled upon Obadiah. <laughs> yes, and it, and it and it was and it
1: was Jeff Bridges.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. oh yeah and i speaking of iron man i just recently watched iron man 3 again i don't know why i'm just bored Ugh, what a <laughs> terrible movie that was
1: <laughs> yeah i've i've never watched it but i've
0: uh i've not heard uh fantastic things about it if you like the mandarin villain you will hate this movie <laughs> yeah, they just that's totally what, ruined was, his character yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what I heard. Is that they essentially ruined the Mandarin, and uh, oh, I was like, well. it's
0: so bad. <laughs> it, and actually, for for like the first half of the movie, it was pretty good, and then about I I don't know three quarters of the way into it, when they reveal who the Mandarin is, and they and then especially the end fight, it was just so dumb. I I just hated it. And I I watched it again recently, and I was like, well, maybe I'll think a little bit better about it still not like the mandarin part but like everything else now it's bad <laughs> <laughs> it's just bad so uh yeah they basically have uh pepper pots turn into like this superhero kind of character and she's she's like uh filled with fire or something and she just battles the the villain and saves the day and everything and it's just i just didn't understand what they were doing <laughs> But uh, anyway, that's that's off topic a little bit. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's spend I guess the majority of the rest of our time on this show talking about um, what Lucasfilm announced for their uh, for their lineup. F- similar to uh, what Marvel did, most of their stuff is is series related. Um, let's just uh, kind of mention what all these are. Um, so. What they announced was Ahsoka, which is a new series featuring um, a new series featuring Katie Sackhoff's Mandalorian character. I don't know who Katie Sackhoff is, um, but Rosario Dawson's um, live-action Ahsoka that was introduced in the Mandalorian um, new series based on her, and I think I think it's supposed to take place during the time of the Mandalorian because they're kind of doing. Um, and one of the other shows that we just mentioned here, Rangers of the New Republic. This and Ahsoka, they're kind of doing what Arrowverse has done, and that's have like Ahsoka, Mandalorian, Rangers of the New Republic, and they have like a crossover every year, because um, they all take place around the same time during the timeline of the Mandalorian. And I'm guessing with Ahsoka, it's going to be focused on her finding um, Thrawn. And probably finding um, Sabine and Ezra Bridger from Rebels. Um, yeah. So that's that's my guess as to what they're probably going to do. Range of the, of the New Republic is probably the one thing on this list that I'm just not excited about. There's there's another one on here, too, well, that I'm not excited about. You mean to tell me about. that you're
1: not excited for sequel trilogy lore? yeah yeah you're not excited for that
0: although who knows maybe because it's it's like 15 years before force awakens maybe it'll not be as bad but i just if if it's dealing with what i think it's dealing with which i think is the the x-wing pilots that we see in it and i'm guessing it's dealing with like the the x-wing fighters or whatever kind of like a new rogue squadron if you will yeah i I don't know i mean Anything to do with sequel trilogy or setting up for sequel trilogy, I just don't know that I can really invest myself in. I'll still watch it and just see what it's like, but yeah, we'll see. Um, Andor, which I'm actually really excited about this one, um, is a Rogue One spin-off series featuring Diego Luna's character, uh, Cassian Andor. The
1: thing with 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 this with this one in particular is like, what are where are they? What can they really do with this show? Yeah, especially I mean, like, since we don't know get me what wrong, happens. Like, yeah, because I mean, like Cassian Andor, like, he's a cool character and everything. Like I loved Rogue One. It's like one of my, you know, oddly enough for it being a Disney Star Wars movie, it's like one of my favorite Star Wars movies. But um, yeah, I just it, it. I mean, I'm really curious as to where they're gonna go with this show exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, the only really thing I can think of is they'll do somewhat similar to Rogue One and that's like add more, I don't know, add more layers to like the original trilogy and something like that. I just don't know how much they can add to it because, I mean, we already know what happens with everything. So I I don't know, maybe maybe there's something that they'll introduce that plays into something that happens in the future movie or something. I don't know, Um, but... I mean, I'm excited for it only because I like, I, I loved Rogue One, and I loved uh, Cassidy Andor, so I'm I'm excited to see something related to that, and it's a prequel to Rogue One, so it, I'm guessing it kind of sets up for it. So maybe they'll deal more with, I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll see Vader in it, uh, maybe we'll see Tarkin, or maybe we'll see more development of the Empire. Um, maybe we'll see Saw guerrera in it again. You know, who knows? Well, I don't know if we'll see Saw guerrera We'll see. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, we might focus a little more of our thoughts, at least I want to, on this on this next one here because this is probably the one I'm most excited about by far of all of these. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi, um, which is a standalone series starring Ewan McGregor. As Obi-Wan, who played him in the prequels. And this is supposed to take place basically smack dab in the middle between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Um, And they just announced that Hayden Christensen is returning as Darth Vader. He played uh, Anakin Skywalker in um, two of the three prequel movies. And I think he's done some other voiceovers. He also uh, did a voice. Cameo in Rise of Skywalker, um, for like two of you that care. Um, yeah, I mean, that, I mean
1: that was to say that as a cameo was like to the loosest extent. It was. He just said like
0: two lines. He said, yeah. "Rise and you're strong, Ray, or whatever the forces yeah. within you, or something like that." Um, so yeah, that that that's a pretty. I'm guessing it's gonna be a pretty insanely um, anticipated show. Um, because a lot of people have been looking forward to seeing, you know, Obi-Wan again. And uh, I mean, Obi-Wan's like one of the biggest characters in star Wars. So, uh, you know, and thankfully there's been, I I've noticed kind of a resurgence of, um, love for the prequels or at least liking the prequels. And I think part of that has to do with the sequels and how people have not enjoyed those. So they're like, you know, the prequels really weren't as bad as we thought they were. Um, my, so only I, worry,
1: my only worry with this show is, you know, it's Disney Star Wars, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's like, it's, I mean, it's cool that they're announcing all these shows, but, it's like, do I, would I, you know, I myself, I'm not placing a lot of faith in these shows to be good, because, you know, look what happened, I mean, again, who knows, it might not, you know, what happened with the sequel trilogy might not happen you know, might not exactly happen with these shows, but I mean Yeah. I think the main one that I'm really worried about, particularly with the writing quality, is with this Obi-Wan Kenobi show because it has such a drastic impact on mm-hmm. just the overall canon of Star Wars. Yeah. And if they start trying to basically Ryan Johnsoning it up. With uh, <laughs> you know, with like certain characters, uh, but, you know, I mean,
0: but yeah, but I am and, exci-
1: I am excited because I loved you know Ewan McGregor and uh, Hayden Christensen, so uh.
0: yeah, and I think it's a limited series. I only think I think they're only doing like six episodes, um. So hopefully they're not thirty minutes each. Hopefully they're a good amount, at least an hour. I'm hoping, um. But Kathleen Kennedy said that uh we're going to see a rematch between Obi-Wan and Vader. And there's been some concerns that that's going to violate canon because um, if you remember the original Star Wars A New Hope, um, which I think they'll probably be able to find a way out of this because technically in the movie when uh, you you hear Vader say, I sense something, a presence I've not felt since, and then he didn't finish the sentence. I mean, we're kind of led to believe that he hasn't seen Obi-Wan since Revenge of the Sith. But I, unless I'm missing something, I don't think there's technically a line or anything yeah. in it that can officially says that they haven't met. I mean, I'm sure there's been books that have said that, but they're not. They've never really been canon the books, um, until now, I guess. But um, mm. so they they'll probably try to find a way out of it, or maybe they'll have like uh, I guess there's one of the theories that I've seen that could actually be true, is in one of the Vader comics that has recently been done um vader's gone through like this trial or something or he's had a vision and he's like fought obi-wan again even though it wasn't really obi-wan it was kind of like a test or something so maybe they'll do something like that where it's he's not really fighting Mm -hmm. obi-wan it's just kind of like uh he's seeking obi-wan out or something because my thing is if he fights obi-wan it can't be on tatooine because if he's on Tatooine then he knows where Obi-Wan is you know and the whole point of yeah. Obi-Wan hiding on Tatooine is for the empire to not discover him and Yoda so that, yeah it have to I mean,
1: be on some random planet
0: yeah so i mean if if the if the goal is for them to fight for real i mean that is a concern because that you could really easily uh, violate some canon there with that
1: <laughs> i i honestly think it's going to be more like you know flashbacks and yeah. and cameos of like just you know I don't think they're actually really gonna meet in person. I think it's gonna be a lot of like a lot of mystical kind of like force communication type thing, mm-hmm. or um, or, or, or like like I said, flashbacks.
0: Now I've heard that, um, and I'm pretty sure this is confirmed, uh, but it it may not be. But I'm pretty sure I heard that it was. It may have been Kathleen Kennedy that said this. It was either her or it was Deborah Chow who's actually directing this. Um. But she said that um, we're gonna we're gonna see things that we didn't see before in Revenge of the Sith as far as Anakin going through or Vader going through the temple and like battling these different Jedi and these different characters or like something that he found in the temple or something like that that we never really saw in in the movie. We just we knew we'd hmm. seen a couple scenes, but we're actually gonna see him like pre Vader suit you know go into the temple and and you know kill all these jedi and we'll see like how the jedi deal with like when they see him and they're like what the crap he's he's fighting us now you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. if that's confirmed i mean that that could be interesting um as long as they don't screw that up but uh um
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say it's disney
0: star wars so i mean you know yeah. there's
1: a there's a fine line
0: we'll see i i'm I'm excited for it just because there's a lot of potential for it to be great. Um, And it's cool to see like some old actors coming back to do it again. And it was kind of cool. I'd seen a a statement from Hayden recently saying that he's, he's very excited to be part of star Wars again, which is cool because, you know, unfortunately he got a lot of hate after uh, revenge of the Sith because, you know, original trilogy purists are, like, oh, it ruined my childhood and whatever. Um, And they gave that similar treatment to Jake Lloyd and to Ahmed Best who played Jar Jar and just like just endlessly tormented them and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's cool to see the community kind of embrace him again and want him to have another chance um, under New Direction. Um, Because, I, I mean, I will say I really liked his, and I know I'm probably in the minority on this, I really liked his portrayal as Anakin. I think some of the acting was actually kind of intentional um, as far as, like, lines go. Um, but I will say, I mean, even even I'll admit that in Attack of the Clones it could have been done better as far as some some scenes. I still don't think it was as bad as some say, but I understand the complaints. And, you know, I, I do think having it under, under a director who actually is able to handle it better will be good. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, uh, one sure. that I'm another one that I'm almost as excited about, you're probably not excited about it, um, just because it you've not watched, I don't you've not really watched Clone Wars or Rebels, maybe a little bit, but
1: uh, I've watched I've watched Clone Wars a little bit, um, okay, like the first um, two seasons and then the, like the last season, so
0: okay, um, this one called The Bad Batch is basically going <laughs> to be the next type of Clone Wars show if you watch the trailer the trailer was really cool I think um even ends with like the Clone Wars logo and then it melting into the Bad Batch um so I'm assuming that Dave Filoni is going to have some involvement with this just because he did Clone Wars and Rebels um but at least the team that did those shows will will do this but I'm excited for this one because this is something I've been wanting to see since the Republic Commando games is is to see like how certain clones, especially ones that like the bad bats that don't have um, really the chips in them from my understanding, how they deal with order 66 and not killing the Jedi, which it's, it looks like they, you know fight against the, the now stormtroopers. Um, how, how they deal with that because we, it basically takes place during order 66 and then afterwards. So I'm curious to see how they, how they set that up um it, it looks pretty cool it looks pretty action-packed so and i have to say the animation itself looks really really good <laughs> especially if you uh if you go back and watch or at least just previews of the 2008 clone wars movie and then you compare it to how far it's come today it's like almost night and day um how far they've been able to advance the animation aspect of it so yeah i'm uh i'm interested in that personally what we'll see yeah. Um, Star Wars Visions. I'm not quite sure what this is going to be about. It's supposed to be, like,
1: a series of, like, animated shorts or whatever. It didn't really catch my fancy, personally. Um. Yeah, it's supposed to delve into,
0: like, different parts of the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) I'm not sure what to think of that yet. Um. This one, I'm also really, I don't know, maybe it'll be good. I really liked his character in the movie. I just don't really understand I don't know maybe they'll find something to do with it but Lando is another one that they've announced it's a spinoff on uh, Donald Glover's uh, Lando Calrissian that we saw in the Han Solo movie which I thought was really good honestly I thought his portrayal of Lando was great Um, I'm just not sure I don't know. I'm sure though. I'm sure there's at least something to tell that's good. It, definitely more than Rangers of the New Republic, but uh, like, I mean, don't get me don't wrong. Know. Like,
1: Lando's a cool character in the OT, but like, he really doesn't. Sir, like, there's not a lot to his character. So mm-hmm. making an entire show and like, apparently this is also being led by the people who made, uh, who, or who were basically in the early stages of developing, uh, dear white people. So, oh, great. Um, yeah. Lovely. So, <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> uh, I'm not... I can't say I'm, like... Uh, particularly, like... ecstatic for it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Maybe they'll bring, like... Um, Alden... whatever his name is, last name is, how you, ever pr- you pronounce it. Maybe they'll bring him into it, and you'll have, like, some adventures between Lando and Han or something, or maybe they'll try to find some way maybe. to like account for not having a sequel to solo and it'll we'll... just
1: depend on what their budget is for the show and what all they can do with it.
0: Yeah, I mean there's there's definitely potential there, I guess. Um, but we'll see. It, it, I'm kind of 5050 on that one. Um, the acolyte we kind of talked a little bit about this before recording. I'm not sure what to make of this one because when I first saw the title, I was like, Oh cool. Like a, like a Sith acolyte. Those are, those are pretty cool. This could be great. But Mm -hmm. then I found out that it's going to be based on the, the final days of the high Republic era, which the, the high Republic, I've not read the books. You've read like the first chapter of one of them. And, uh, I've uh, I've not heard great things about them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I can't say that they're particularly well written. Um, <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do a, a a a podcast episode one day where we just read through the ch- first chapter. Of I, think because, uh, <laughs> I think we
0: should. Um, I think we should just change because it up a I'm curious
1: bit. what your reaction would be.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely we should do that. But it, it's supposed to, from my understanding, it's supposed to have like an all female lead cast, at least if not an all female cast. Um, but I will say the one thing that kind of interests me, and I won't can't really make up my mind until we at least see a trailer or get more of what the plot's going to be but it says that it takes place during the final days of the high republic era and it explores the growing dark side powers which leads me to think because it's supposed to take place before the phantom menace so maybe we'll see like darth plagueis in it maybe we'll see like the beginning stages of palpatine like darth sidious and you know that kind of thing and You know, maybe they'll explore some of that. Who knows? Um, If they do, then, yeah, I'll definitely watch it and see what they do with it. But I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Um, This next one, almost done here, a droid story. Not really interested in that. Yeah,
1: I can't say I'm...
0: R2-D2 and C-3PO return in the series, introducing a brand new droid. So I'm guessing this is probably going to be geared towards kids. Um, probably more than likely. I mean, they they're did, kind of playing
1: off like toy story, a droid story. So
0: Yeah, they did something. and This might be different. Um, it probably will be quite different, but they did kind of like, um, I don't know, uh, 3PO and R2-D2 telling the story of what happened in the Star Wars movies. It released, I think, alongside Revenge of the Sith or shortly after Revenge of the Sith to kind of bring you up to speed on it. It was just kind of a, I don't know fun little thing of hey here's our here's been our journey so far during the Star Wars universe and that kind of deal um it probably won't be quite like that but uh they've done something like that before so I guess we'll see this one it's on Disney plus right now I guess the original version of it I don't really have any reason to be excited for it. Maybe I'll go back and just watch it just to kind of get an idea of um, what I'm in store for for the new one. Uh, Willow is supposed to be a reboot of Ron Howard's 1988 film. I don't really know anything about... I I mean, I've heard of it. I've just not watched the movie, so I don't know if it's considered a great movie or... (laughs) I don't know.
1: I I would go as far to say that uh, generally the general per, per, like perspective perception of willow is not particularly great uh <laughs> like and i would kind of be in the camp of being like it's you know it's you know i i mean i guess if we're comparing it to like you know it was when it came out a lot of people liked it because you know there, i think prior to willow there hadn't really been anything Specific, specifically fantasy-based that had been portrayed in the film. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people liked it for that reason. But then, like, once Lord of the Rings came out, I mean, like, nobody gave a shit about Willow because, I mean, why would they? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? like
0: And who knows? Maybe the, maybe the remake of it will be a lot better than the original. Um, mm-hmm. I'm certainly willing to give it a chance if it's good, but we'll see. They're bringing back the... The character, the original character or actor that played him in the original movie, to play him again. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Oh, one, one thing I almost forgot here that was also mentioned. This is actually the this is the next Star Wars movie that we're uh, gonna be waiting for. Uh, the first one that's coming out in uh, December of 2023. So it'll be a bit of a wait. Um, it's called Rogue Squadron. And if you're familiar at all with uh, some of the older Star Wars um, content, um, now I guess technically Legends, although they may uh, canonize some of it, um, but they made a video game called Rogue Squadron, and then there's been like books and comics based on Rogue Squadron. Basically, uh, it takes place like during the um during like the original trilogy era um x-wing fighter pilots battling against the empire kind of a thing um patty jenkins has been slated to direct it she's going to be the the first female director for a a star wars movie which i think is kind of cool um and she she directed the wonder woman movies um None. They haven't released 1984 yet, which is the newest one. That's supposed to come out here pretty soon on uh, HBO Max. Um, but I thought the first one was really good. Uh, as far as like, you know, the bar was set pretty yeah. low on DC movies, but I still thought it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, uh, yeah. And she said that uh, she's going to be taking inspiration from the games and the uh, the books for the film, um, instead of just like completely redoing it and just not even. You know, pretending it doesn't even exist. The old, older stuff doesn't even exist. So, that does kind of make me uh, interested in it, um, at least. So, definitely um, reassuring. Yeah, I will say my one complaint of these of these announcements is that they didn't announce a single old Republic era show. I mean, I wouldn't even count the yeah. Acolyte as old Republic because it takes place af- well, after old Republic um, era. So, I was kind of hoping that they'd do something with that. Maybe that's, like, one of the new trilogies that's in development. Who knows? Um, they may be well, saving that for something else. Well, um,
1: because if I remember correctly, I thought that they had already confirmed that Taika Waititi was going to be doing something Old Republic-based. Yeah, I think so I, that... They, I they could had, be wrong about that, though, so...
0: I'm I'm pretty sure that's what I had read. Now that I think about it, so they may already be developing like a movie or something on it. Um, I'm sure they're gonna do something with it because they know how many people love that era. So, um, hey, why not ruin another aspect of Star Wars? Let's go over. Yeah, <laughs> why not ruin more beloved legacy yeah. characters? Which, we? you know, originally I was just really wanting them to make it, but after what we've gotten so far, I'm like, you know. All I really want from you now is just to say, okay, just canonize Revan, canonize Malik, all those things, and just leave it alone. Just say, okay, yeah, these things happened. Be, and
1: don't, yeah, don't go anywhere near Reven. Just yeah, keep Reven.
0: Just, just say, Where okay, just say, yeah, these these events are now part of canon, but we're not gonna touch it. We, we maybe we'll remaster it, but we're not but gonna make a movie or a money, TV
1: show. Money, <laughs> money.
0: Yep, nah, that's what they're gonna do so uh yeah yeah well uh that's that's also one that
1: we forgot one that we did forget uh and i'm pretty positive uh they revealed it uh though it's not showing up on my list for some reason but uh, they're gonna drag harrison ford's ass out of bed to do another (laughs) uh,
0: (laughs) indiana jones movie it's supposed to from what i understand it's supposed to be his final one um i would imagine i mean like he's like what like 82 or something uh he's still in his i think he's in his mid mid 70s mid to late 70s um but yeah he's 78 78 yeah so uh i was surprised i would
1: would imagine that this would be his life (laughs)
0: um yeah so i'm pretty excited about it just because You know, I I love Indiana Jones, um, and hopefully they get it right. Although I was concerned when uh, Steven Spielberg stepped out of the director's seat. Now they did. He is staying on as like a producer, so he'll still be involved with it. He just won't be directing it. But from my understanding, though, the reason why he stepped away from the director's chair is because he didn't like the scripts that they were getting for it, and they just couldn't agree on a script. So I'm like, when the when the guy who's directed the previous four doesn't want to direct this one. Uh, now I, I will say they did choose someone that I have enjoyed at least one film in the past, uh, James Mangold who directed Logan and he's directed mm-hmm. some other things as well. I really liked Logan. Um, so, you know, at least they picked someone who has been able to make a good movie. Um, but still, I don't know. We'll see. I, I remember being rather impressed that he, he was able to come back and do uh crystal skull <laughs> you know and yeah. that was back 12 years ago so uh and and also impressed that he was able to come back and do force awakens which i will say i thought he actually did pretty good as far as the action scenes you know he still moved around a little slower but um he was able to hold his own a, a decently well but i just don't i mean indiana jones i mean he's such it's not like it's not like Han Solo, where he's not the main character, so you can kind of find ways to where he if he does an action scene, it's very short. Whereas Indiana Jones, I mean, he's the main character. So
1: no, what they're gonna do is they're gonna they're basically he's gonna be like kind of in the movie, quote unquote, where like yeah, he's like the main like star or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be he's gonna pass down to the torch to some random chick. Yeah. And then and it's going to be and then they're going to make a whole string of movies called India Jones.
0: <laughs> India Jones.
1: I'm, I'm telling you right now it's going to happen. I yeah. will place money down right now that that's what's going to happen.
0: I really want it to be good, but uh, it's probably not going to be. We'll see. We'll see. I'll I'm still probably going to go watch it just because it's Indiana Jones. Um at least at least they're saying it's going to be the last one. Um you know they're going to make know try to recast the character or something um so at, at least at least they've you know gone that far with it but man when you're 78 and they've already had to delay the movie a couple different times it's supposed to come out i think 2022 um from my understanding so he'll be uh he'll be 80 when it premieres <laughs> yeah so Hopefully they get those action scenes out of the way real quick before he really can't do them anymore until they do have to recast it cuz he's dead <laughs> or he just can't physically do I know, it. right. Like <laughs> so uh and you remember the story when they were making um I think it was Force Awakens when he was hospitalized because he had a fall? Oh yeah, did he
1: like uh yeah, didn't he like end up breaking his foot or something or
0: Yeah. Yeah, or something and, like and they were a little concerned that they might have to delay the movie so uh <laughs> hopefully he doesn't do that again but uh but yeah anyway i think that's probably going to cover it for our show today um once again we'll see you next year this will be the final show of uh 2020 i'm sure we'll have plenty of stuff to talk about in the new year but uh that is weird to say that this will
1: be our last show of twenty twenty. It seems like the year like it seems like this whole year has like just dragged by.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. It's weird, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we'll be able to uh celebrate uh, President Biden. So I'm uh <laughs> I'm looking forward to that in yeah. the new year.
1: Well, celebrate is a loose word but you know <laughs>
0: yeah there's different words but uh, <laughs> yeah that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna do it on our show today we thank you everyone for tuning in and uh, supporting the show over the past few months as we've been uh, talking about different things and we hope to have a lot more exciting content in the next year so have a safe and pleasant Christmas season and New Year's Day and We'll catch you back in January. Take care, everybody. See you guys.